Well, there are a lot of things that need to be discussed this week. And we'll get to all of that next week. But this week, Carson Josevar has done it again. Keep it here on the Past Sims and Other Musings podcast. Out of three and four, this win's going to punch his ticket to the championship four. Gordon wins in Martinsville. And now it's all Johnny Benson working his way out of turn number four. Benson is going to win in Martinsville. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Pastimes and Other Musings podcast. I am Alex Wood. With me, as always, is Mary, a.k.a. Ultimate 23 Dragon. Um, first off, I want to give a shout-out to somebody I actually met today when I was going into Best Buy. Um, Corey Edwards, a.k.a. Corey the Cameraman, uh, is a friend of mine from the area, a uh, fellow YouTuber. And um, so we just want to give a shout-out to him. And this will be Mary's last episode in Michigan. She will be moving back to Virginia next week. And um, so anyways, Hot Laps is brought to you by Lionel Racing. Get all your diecast needs at lionelracing.com. The diecast I'm going to show this week is a diecast Mary is going to hate because she doesn't like the driver. Michael Waltrip's 2004, 2004 Aaron's... Uh, <laughs> Chevy rock and roll car featuring Leanne Rimes. She's not a rock and roll singer. Isn't she country? Yes. The deck lid opens and the hood opens if I can open up the hood. And I got this for a very cheap price. As you can see, the engine detail is way better than what we have today. I got this for the very cheap price of $10 or $15 ship. That's actually a decent price. I got a Ron Hornaday diecast for $7.50 shipped. <laughs> but the mail carrier threw it on my front porch. What's your diecast? Well, this is going to be the last one from my Remy's collection. And it's a driver that I filmed the last year. We actually found out was pretty special. So this is one of, this is a uh, very interesting paint scheme. This is a Cheerios paint scheme. Obviously, That's a John Andretti car that you'd find in a cereal box. <laughs> I have a Bill Elliott car that came from a cereal box. A cereal box or a Happy Meal? A cereal box. Okay. <laughs> from the Dodge days. From it, All the Dodge drivers have like a car that came in a cereal box. Anyway. Yeah, uh, Michael Waltrip ran this car at Richmond um, during the Chevy Rock and Roll promotion. Um, this is actually for when he was driving for, for his own team. Yeah, that was his own team back in the day. Before they were cheaters. It was the year he won Nashville when uh, all that nonsense happened. He did not win that race. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Then why was he the one that finished the Cross the start finish line first. You don't know the scenario, do you? That's the funny thing. That race, there were seven drivers involved in that controversy. 
and four of them were drivers I like. Explain that. Kyle Busch is a driver you like? You're joking me, right? No. There were seven drivers involved in this team. Michael Waltrip, who did not get the win. Johnny Sauter, who was cheated out of the win. Casey Kane, who should not have even been in the conversation. And then you had the four drivers in that issue, which were Kyle Busch, Johnny Benson, Robbie Gordon, and the one who started it, ironically enough, Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer starts a lot of stuff. And you're just now realizing that, that you are very sad. Oh, no, I do. No, you're very sad. Just saying. Um, anyways, yeah. Why did they put Leon? Hey, this isn't as bad as when they put Gretchen Wilson on Kevin Harvick's car. Yeah, she's also country. Yes, it's called the Chevy Rock and Roll 400, not the Chevy Country 400. <laughs> and also, you will no longer see me after this week. Uh, just putting my phone like this um, because next week I'm going to have a tripod that I can clip to the side of my phone. I bought that from Best Buy today. So we'll be talking a lot about Best Buy this week. Richmond was won by Martin T-Rex Jr. Roar. What? Told you. Boo. Uh, Chase Elliott finished fourth. Yay. This uh, is the third time in that segment I predicted the winner to a race. Yes. <laughs> Chase Elliott fourth. Brad Kitt is a loser. Tenth. And Caitlin's boyfriend, thirteenth. Xfinity, you need to put my two Xfinity guys in there. All right. Harrison Burton and AJ Allmendinger. All right. Well, let me uh, let me do that then. Uh, I, I don't even know where they finished, so we're just going to move on. Uh, trucks. Uh, this race, we're going to get to the truck race this week at Bristol. Indy was one at was at Portland. Alex Beluser won that race, and Sebastian Bordix finished 18th. And my guy Scott Dixon finished third. <laughs> Same Super Trucks is next week at Long Beach. Uh, NHRA was at uh, Maple Grove. Billy Torrance. Defeated Justin Ashley. Tommy Johnson Jr. Defeated John Force. Erica Enders got beat by Greg Anderson. And Steve Johnson in Pro Stock Bikes got defeated by Eddie Craywick. No, Steve Johnson Uh, beat Eddie Craywick. Oh, I read that wrong. Steve Johnson beat Eddie Craywick. Really cares. Uh, Hot Topics. Carson Hosevar, the man of the hour, has done it yet again. (laughs) This time with Mary's favorite Johnny Benson scheme. Okay, so uh, I got a little bit of a surprise on Monday. So uh, Carson made up this little preview, basically showing off lightning and stuff. He says, okay, what's this about? And then during my work shift, I'm all of a sudden getting text tagging me. I'm going, okay, now what happened? Well, (laughs) remember back earlier in the year when Carson did the Darlington back to Johnny Benson's Cup Series paints game during the Vaveline era, specifically the year he won. Well, 
for the Bristol event, he's going to do something similar, but with a different paint scheme of Johnny's. His Exide paint scheme from his Truck Series days, which honestly is one of my favorite paint schemes all time and probably my all-time favorite in relation to Johnny. I will so, be getting the autograph diecast of that. Yeah, I'm probably going to get the uh, 164 of that one as well. Because they never made a diecast of that. I'm going to have Johnny sign. Uh, I'll have Carson sign it on the front, then Johnny might sign it on the back. Um, <laughs> also, tell everybody my big news about next year, about the super late model deal. Yes, Alex has told me. And Caitlin. That, <laughs> that in the super late model races that Alex will be running next year, he's going to be getting a different number. It's no longer 71. Yes, Alex told me that he will be driving my signature number, 23. And you oh, can probably guess what's that it, what that's an homage to. I hope it's more than just me. No, you actually I actually did not even think of you when we chose the number. Yeah. Oh yeah. One more thing in relation to uh, what Carson did. Well, I put out a tweet response, right? Uh, look closely at who liked it. I know. I can see it. Plan B sales and Johnny Benson. <laughs> or Barb, in this case. Yeah, I know. But still. So, obviously, that made my day. But, yeah, that's a huge... Are you serious, Carson? Now what'd he do? He sent me a video that he made. Oh. But now... It's of me. It got me thinking of something. So, if Carson makes the next round, I may have an idea in mind. What, he's going to run the Lipton scheme? You absolute boosh, brother. You read my mind. No, I actually thought about it for a second. I was like, what? What's he going to do? Run the Lipton scheme? I was thinking I could tweet out something trying to get Carson and New Sports Sports and the diecast people to have him run the Lipton paint scheme in Phoenix. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Damn it. I'm playing Angry Birds again. Carson, why did you have to make that compilation? Compilation of what? Just me winning races. Aw. No, what he did was it because the 71 is no more. I moved on from TK racing. Mm-hmm. And now it's FD racing or whatever. That's what we're calling it for the time being. Okay. You met both the team owners. <laughs> and one of them knows Johnny Benson really well hmm. it's not Jeff Striegel no it's Nick DeLantre is it yes okay <laughs> and Josh Fry oh 
So you've got two championship caliper Berlin Raceway drivers, and <laughs> they're limited late model drivers. I wonder what's going to happen if they wreck each other. Like, am I not going to have a job anymore? <laughs> but yes, I got to have everything will be finalized on Friday, and Jeff is really excited about this, actually. Yeah. He said the fact that I'm so young and yet I remember Johnny Benson is, he said it doesn't shock him because I'm so young and I'm from the area. <laughs> you only remember him because you have a crush on him. Uh, <laughs> it's a joke, God damn it. God, you, I don't know what it is with you. You cannot take a joke to save your goddamn life. Anyways, what this compilation is, it's just of my best moments from when Carson and I were teammates. Nah. So anyways, yeah. But I'm still not going to wreck him on purpose. I don't think you would anyway. I have wrecked one driver on purpose. If I ever come near Rich Bickle, I'm going to wreck his ass on purpose. <laughs> Do you want me to do that? Well, that's up to you. Well, do you want me to do it? Again, that's up to you. Do you want me to do that? Because you don't like his ass either, Mary. Like, when you rage out against people and you literally have no reason for it, that makes you a crybaby. So, yeah, that's deserving of some form of punishment. And you would know that being a Jeff Gordon fan. Now what? Do you what? Mean? I'm, I'm editing. Would go stop. That's I'm, not my side, sir. It was my side, that, and uh, if you guys ha don't subscribe to me, um, I've got a video going out, or I've got a, I'm editing um, my next let's play. So, um, but you guys won't be seeing it for another. Over a year, so yes, there's that for you. I went to Sonic today. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh. Oh, god, that was a weak burp. <laughs> okay, so in English today, I got there late because. Stupid Lake Michigan College mm -hmm. didn't even tell me that I have that you can only you print x amount of print x amount of papers. So yeah, so they wouldn't. So now they're gonna refund my whole account. They're gonna refund my print card because nobody explained that to me. That's what happens when you go to college, people. Anyways, Best Buy. I said we're going to talk a lot about them today. Not be because they sponsored a drug addict. Jeremy Mayfield. I don't think Mayfield was in that car. That was Jeff Green. Look at the last four races of 2007. 
when Skinner, when Mike Skinner and Johnny Benson yeah, both they- raced the 36 car, that's because Mayfield was hired to replace Jeff Green at Haas CNC. I was wondering where you were going with that. And I know Mayfield's not addicted to drugs. I just like saying he is. Anyways, they are also drug addicts because they sent me the wrong video game. So I'm going to go in tomorrow and replace it. Okay. I ordered NBA 2K21 on the Xbox on the Xbox One, and they sent me the Xbox Series X version. What's the difference? The Xbox Series X is a different system, not... So I can't do the play older games thing. I have an Xbox One, not an Xbox Series X. So the Series X can't play Xbox One games. The Xbox One can't play Series X games. Oh, okay. We, okay, there we go. Um. Anyways, I don't know if there's an in- interview this week. Um, let's just, for the purposes of this, we're going to have a randomizer episode because I, I was bored as hell. And I want to address the comments I got after the last episode premiered. When we were talking about the new rules here. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing my track house shirt today. Oh, cool. Um, I wore it to school and people asked about it. I'm like, oh, it's the Day of the Dead Skull. Um, anyways. Um, I don't know how to word this without being an asshole. Um, last week, we implemented new rules based off how Geo Trapani and Bandudo 3 were behaving towards... Mandude was behaving towards me and how Geo was behaving towards both Mary and myself. I received a slew of hate messages where people were telling me that I was picking on disabled people. And that's not what happened. And that's not why the rules were created. They were created to keep both premieres civil. They were created to keep everything um, related to the video, like how Mary wants it. And they were created to keep everybody in line. We did not create them to be mean. We did not create them because we don't like these people. We did not create that. Well, I don't like Geo and I don't like Mandude, but that's because they harassed me. And then, of course, Geo tried to use Mary to harass me. Or get in contact with me. How about that one, Mary? Because it wasn't his intention to harass me. He just ended up doing that. What do you want to say to the people that did such heinous acts? In order to understand our side of it, you basically have to review all the information that is available to you. 
Because saying, oh, you're saying this about so-and-so, so you're being mean to them, tells us nothing because that tells us you didn't listen to what we, and specifically Alex, had to say. Or they just misunderstood what I had to say. Right. The reason we made the rule for Geo was so he understands that we are not here to cater specifically to him. We are not here to... Uh, you're going to take Geo and I'm going to take Mandy because you're nicer than me. For Mandu, we implemented those rules so people don't get disappointed when we, when we say, hey, we're not here to be buddy-buddy with you. Just because Mary and I are friends and just because you like our content does not mean that we're going to be your friend. Was that nice enough? Yes. Okay. I could have said it like John Edwards or Sarah Palin, but I'm not going to. <laughs> hey, I could do a pretty damn good Sarah Palin impression. Okay. Oh, I would just tell that queenie to go over there and, and change foreign policy in the United Kingdom. Okay. The Michigan accent and the Alaska accent are quite similar. Just the Alaska accident, accident, accent is more pronounced and stretched out, and you can really understand. In Michigan, we just talk fast, and we have very pronounced vowels. <laughs> Your turn with Geo. Okay. Oh, um, I forgot to mention, uh, hot, uh, hothead is brought to you by Rex MD guys. If you. If you guys have problems, uh, if you guys have sexual problems, RexMD is your number one go-to source for all men's sexual health uh, pills. If you don't want to spend $90 on Viagra, RexMD is the perfect place to find any and all pills uh, that will help with such an issue. Uh, their pills work the same way as both Viagra and Cialis. Uh, so when you're done watching this video, head over to RexMD.com and uh, check out check them out um i don't use that stuff but you know what i heard they work and also um hot topics is brought to you by uh, manscaped manscaped is the leader in men's grooming uh, i recommend the 4.0 like always i still use it to this day but they also have a good line of hair care products and facial hair care products and they also will help and they also get the free stick spots um they also help uh, keep the keep the three stink spots or the three hard to reach spots your butt balls and back the three B's <laughs> uh, from uh, they also help take care of those three things. So Mary, it's your turn to talk about uh, why we made the rules regarding geo. Okay, it's okay to be friends with people like Gio and I have been and it's also good to try and be friends with other people but if other people like Alex are just not intrigued trying to force a friendship is not a good idea especially with me yeah 
Now, granted, Gio does not know Alex that well in comparison to other people. But respecting boundaries is definitely something you would have to take into account. To which Gio did not. Right. Like, I completely understand where he came from. And I respect it. However, just, I don't under, what I don't understand is why he pursued a friendship for as hard as he did, for as hard and long as he did. Like, I had told him, like, I kept deleting his, like, here's where you're right. I did not want him following my private Instagram because he he said that he called me his buddy in relation to when he was talking to Jeff Gordon. He said, okay, at Jeff Gordon Webb, follow my buddy, real underscore Alex Wood. I was like, what the hell is this clown talking about? I'm not his buddy. I don't even know who this guy is. Like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know him. And then I asked, and then, of course, he did all that stuff on my private Instagram. He sent me at least 10 follower requests, to which I deleted them all and blocked them. Then I went on to my public one and said, stop, follow, stop requesting to follow me. I'm not going to accept it. First off, that is not bullying. Especially... What'd you say? Especially if you used please. I'm starting to think that Geo thinks that people are bullying him when they're just simply saying that stuff he doesn't want to hear. I mean, think about it. Mm -hmm. We all hear shit we don't want to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially you. Oh, yeah. That's why I said that when you said, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I said that. Anyway. Um, but I feel like, or if your name is Jason Jacoby, you also hear a ton of shit you don't want to hear. You're schizophrenic. I am not schizophrenic. Something that I actually noticed with schizos, and this is typical with schizos, and especially and I see it a lot in Jason, is that they try to find patterns where there aren't any. And Osnogonoski agrees on that. My ex is the same way, and she has schizophrenia. I'm playing NASCAR Heat Mobile. Take a look at who just, take a look at who just beat me. <laughs> He's not even good on, on oval tracks. <laughs> oh, I assume you like Cindric all of a sudden. Then why are you laughing? Because I know for a fact you don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. If I was playing that game and Jeff Gordon beat me. Yes, I would. Exactly. Every time something good happens to Jeff and not to you, I get happy. There's no correlation there. Is there any correlation between you and Johnny Benson? No. Is there any correlation between you and Austin Cedric? No. <laughs> exactly. 
Are you doing this on your phone or on your laptop? Just so you know. Just so. I, don't know. I I don't play the game. I'm just making a reference. No, are you make are you record are you using Zoom on your computer or or uh, on your phone? Uh this week my laptop. That's how I want you to do it every week just so you know. Oh, that's going to be a bit difficult. And why? Cuz I don't have internet at the household right now. Okay, well you can use your phone. Now, once I do get internet at the household, whenever that may be, then I can do that. Do you live with your mom or do you live on your own in Virginia? I'm going to be going uh, back to my mom because she's widowed and she kind of needs my help. Okay, well, that that makes sense. Right. But anyways, every time I spell Leanne Rhymes' name, I always put two E's in Leanne. Because that's how I'm used to seeing that name spelled. That's oh. so weird. Anyways, um, regarding what, where was I before I got before I raged out against Austin Cindric? <laughs> uh, you were talking about something in regards to schizophrenia. Oh, how it, with a lot of schizos. Uh, they try to look for a pattern where there isn't one. Right. Like that lady from my church. Mm-hmm. She always would try and... Uh, it's weird. Like, I'm not a psychiatrist. I know nothing about the brain except that we all have one. Just not <laughs> many people know how to use it. Cough, cough, don't even check 2000. Um, what he what? said at... What he said at uh, Texas... People got to start using their heads a little bit out there. Oh, okay. But anyways, oh my god, my fucking back. Ow. Lay down if you have to. I'm going to. That's why I'm moving my shit. Um, <laughs> anyways. Where were we at? You were still talking about schizophrenia and the brain. Okay. Oh, well, all I'm just saying is that I'm not a, um, I'm not, um, I'm not a psychiatrist. I mean, I'm not a professional psychiatrist. I mean, what is my profession, Mary? Uh, according to you, it's race car driver. Exactly. Do race car drivers know anything about the brain? Okay, maybe. Okay, Austin Aganowski does. But he doesn't count. Um, sorry, Austin. <laughs> Do the drivers that we know in a national aspect know anything about psychology is what you're trying to say. Yes. Like, for example, we were talking about Austin Cindric earlier. Does Austin Cindric know anything about psychology? Probably no, not. He, no, he probably doesn't. Does Ken Schrader know anything about psychology? Well, him dealing with Michael Waltrip on the time, maybe. Okay, does Michael Waltrip know anything about psychology? Probably not. not. Does Jeff does Jeff Gordon know it? What? Definitely not. 
Take your biases out of it, Mary. Do you believe Michael Waltrip knows anything about psychology? Definitely not. Have you seen how he's acted? Have you seen how he's been over the years? Yes. Exactly. That's not a bias thing. That's an observation thing. If you said, oh, I'm not going to go to Napa because they sponsored Michael Waltrip when he broke Johnny Benson's ribs and Michael Waltrip's a big, fat cheater. Well, by that logic, they've also sponsored Chase Elliott when he won his championships. So wouldn't that be a cancel out by your logic? Yes, that would be. Mm-hmm. And they've also sponsored Ron Capps, one of my funny car favorites, when he won his championship. And that cancels out, too. That's why I don't like going to Aaron's because, well, I've met Brian Vickers, and I'm also a fan of Robert Height. No, that was Matt Hagen, I think. Trying to figure, trying to remember who who was the Aaron's driver. It was either Matt Hagen or um, Robert Height. It's not Robert Height. It was Matt Hagen. Yeah, Robert Height's always been the Auto Club of America. It was Matt Hagen. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to spend uh, two hours talking about basic human decency. Thank you. But, but I will say this. I don't know much about autism or mental health for that matter. But I know it affects I know it affects everybody differently. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people who have autism like Geo, and I've seen them with extreme autism where mm-hmm. they don't know right from wrong, where they got to, where they got to be in diapers when they're 25 years old, where their parents can't have shit on the walls, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. They don't know right from wrong, but Geo does. And that's why I was so upset or so angry. And so annoyed. And then, of course, when Gio was in the chat with you, he kept saying, but but I have autism. Tell Alex that. Tell Alex this. Tell Alex that. She's not there to communicate messages from you to me. Right. And if that happens again, I will block anybody. I will block anybody from... And this goes out to anybody. I will block you from the chat if that happens. What do you think? Okay, but I actually, this, this questions breed questions. That's one way to say it. I have another question. Go on. What do you believe Geo was missing? And man, dude. What do you believe they were missing when they thought I was their friend? Hmm. What were they missing? 
Geo had the whole YouTubian buddies thing. Yeah. Mixed up. For clarification, what does YouTubian buddy mean? For Just me, because, yeah. For me, what what do you mean by it when you say it? For me, YouTubian buddy is basically my way of saying my subscribers and viewers. Because, or people you, or people you interact with on YouTube. How about that? That's right. better. Right. I'm just dumbing it down for 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 her. <laughs> I'm making it in a way dumb people can understand, and I'm not taking a shot at Mandude or Geo. I'm just saying there are people who are stupid out there who probably listen to the podcast who probably don't know what she or I are saying. So I'll so I'm just dumbing everything down. And plus, when I was in high school, I would just do the bare minimum. Yeah. I've known some people like that. So I get that. That's not going to get you through community college. <laughs> but go on. But, yeah, I can't speak for Man Dude because I don't know his situation as well as I do with Geo. But... I think Gia was under the impersonation or assumption that... There's the word. Impersonation, I think you mean impression. Okay. But anyway, what I was trying to say is that basically he thought that anyone who was a friend of mine is automatically a friend of his. It may be because of the term of YouTubian buddy. Because of the word buddy, which is an alternative noun for friend. Like what he said to Jeff Gordon regarding me. Right. Follow my buddy, Alex Wood. Mm -hmm. So he took it upon himself to try and become my friend because he notices that you and I are friends. Right. I believe you call it a transitive property. Transitive property. Yeah, something like that. No, it's not something like that. It, that's what it's called. Geo <laughs> is friends with Mary. Mary is friends with Alex. Therefore, Geo is friends with Alex. That's not right. the case. Right. Geo is friends with Mary. Really? Friends with Mary does not mean sending her one question every two weeks on you on Twitter. That's literally what you told me a couple weeks ago. Or when the matter was first presented. Yeah, he has done that. Like, you, you even told me you don't have any interaction with him outside of Twitter and YouTube. Right. And the only times he messages you is like once, or tw once every week or two. Right, usually in response to something. I believe, like, here's what really triggered this for me. He sent out a tweet that was, and, and tagged me in it, and it was really weird. So I was going to block him. I'm talking about Geo, not Mandude. Yeah. Mandude's been blocked from everything for a really long time, so... Mm -hmm. 
man dude legit thought that I liked him and said, oh, I didn't know you didn't like me. Um, I blocked you from my YouTube channel for a reason. I blocked you from my from the podcast chat for a reason. Mm-hmm. And yet you still sit there and say I'm a good friend of yours? How much sense does that make? None. Think about it like this, Mary. Let's say you were trying to help Jason Jacoby again. Mm-hmm. To which we now know you hate him and you want him in Laurelwood the rest of his life. <laughs> Show them what real hate is. What do you... Okay, I know what you mean by that. But anyways, let's talk about this first. Let's think about this for a second. You want to help Jason get the help that he needs. That was the initial plan, yep. We'll get to him in just a second. You want to help Jason get the help that he needs. However, he keeps telling you to stop, he doesn't want the help, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You keep on, he blocks you on everything, and yet you still try to get him the help that you need. Or that he needs. God damn. What would you say, what, what would that tell you? If he blocks you on everything, it isn't responding to you. If I was in that state of mind and that had happened. Like you like what man dude was doing, he was gonna go to he was gonna do all he can to be my friend. And then he got the idea that he was my friend, and you got the idea that you were helping Jason. Even after he blocked you on everything. It would basically tell me that nothing was going to work out. And there was no chance I would be able to be to succeed in my plan to help him. Now what would it what would your brain tell you if you were in Mandu's shoes with me? Well, if we're going based off that alone. What I believe Mandy would think is, okay, Alex just doesn't want to talk to me right now. He'll unblock me later. That's probably his mindset in relation to that. That sounds very real. Now, Geo's is completely different. Geo, like you said, thinks, okay, well, to be Alex's friend, I need to be her friend. To which a friend is not someone you talk to once every two weeks. Right. Plus, that's just how, how autistic people work. And also, don't even think of... Also, Gio, I know you're listening to this. Don't even think about trying to pull that uh, that I'm autistic crap on me ever again. It's not going to work. Yeah, because Alex will just see it as pestering. No, I'll see it as a sorry excuse. And trying to ju- and because that's bad behavior 
and there's no and very rarely very rarely is there an excuse for bad behavior now if you had extreme autism which you don't geo you would you wouldn't ha if you had now if that behavior was excused you wouldn't even be allowed on the internet If Geo is competent enough to use the internet, then he's competent to understand when someone doesn't want to be his friend and when someone doesn't want to talk to her. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. If Jason Jacoby is competent to use the internet and make all these deranged videos that he made over the course of however long that span was, little less than a year. He knows right from wrong. Now, if him and Geo didn't know right from wrong, then their behaviors would be justified. But they're, but they're trying to use... It. What the hell are you doing? I was looking to see what, his, what Jason's latest blog is. What the hell is an om mushroom? And uh, what the... F share your screen. I want to see this. If I can, I will. There's a share screen button. And then there's the full screen. Post disabled participant screen sharing. What? So that That's what it says on my screen. Post disabled participant screen sharing. So apparently... Oh, I do it so you'd have to do it okay that, that means i can actually do that if i can find it oh screen put it here all right let me see something here yeah i know about his inno i don't know i know about his inno something what the hell is an om mushroom okay i'm trying to figure this out yeah, just go on to his blog. Gosh, what is this? I don't know. What the? F He's taking an arm mushroom. He says the main and subs. The main supplements I take, InnoSups and Om Mushrooms. What the oh, hell is God. Mushrooms? Uh, you should never take those with InnoSups. You just shouldn't. Jason, you are a complete and utter loser and itter and fucking idiot. No, Jason believes you don't believe in looser tight race cars. What you believe in is the fact is that you're innocent, your trial, and you're just trying to excuse your behavior, but you're really not. You're just you're just schizo that nobody wants to associate with. What is this? 
Uh, one of his vlogs recently is called Praying for a Disability. Yeah, I read that. It's it's off the rails and really dumb. It's Hmm. All right. Uh, anyway, moving on. Yes. I can write a biography on Hank Williams. Well, I'm cruising all alone, just to sing in my poor song. Wait, that's Hank Williams third. I like it most of the time, when I'm drunk and feeling high. Sometimes it gets me down. You should know that song, Mary. I should? Yes. If you've seen Driven, you should know that song. Well, obviously I have, but... Then you should know it. It's in the scene where they're driving. Do you know how big this could be? What? When um, the brother's telling Jimmy Bly about uh, how big him and his racing season could be. And then... Brandenburg's ex is telling her, is explaining the business side of racing to him, and then the Jimmy gets mad. How many people in the, that actually listen to the podcast have actually seen Driven? Probably not many. Then they don't know how good that movie is. Hey, yeah. that movie's not good at all. What the hell are you talking about, you asshole? Is it the best movie in the world? No. But is it the worst? <laughs> no. Is it the worst racing movie in the world? Absolutely not. No. It's not. Stroke Race is worse. Way worse. Love I hate it. that. You've never seen Logan Lucky, so you okay? You have a so you can't use Logan Lucky as your argument. I can't because I hate that movie, and I've seen it. Have you seen Stroke Race? Yes, I've seen Stroke Race. <laughs> you name a racing movie, I've probably seen it. Rush. Yeah, I've been pestering you to see that movie for the past year. I haven't had the ability to yet. <laughs> it's on demand. Okay. Seriously, name more. I'll tell you if I've seen them. Let's see. You've seen Days of Thunder. You've seen Talladega Nights. You've seen Struggle Race, you've seen Rush, you've seen Logan Lucky for some reason. I don't count Sharknado 3, hell no. You've seen Just Drift. And I've sat through Last American Hero. Oh, very good. 
I hate that movie. Really? Because it's the Junior Johnson story with different names. Hang on, let me look up. I know one particular scene, but I don't remember what the name of the movie was. Ford versus Ferrari? No, not that one. Six Pack? Because I have seen that, and I love that movie. What is this? That can't be. What is this? That's not a racing movie. Nice try. I remember watching on YouTube one time a clip from a video. A clip from a video that was a racing movie like in the 60s. Oh, Lamont. No, that no. It was allegedly a NASCAR movie. Oh, the one with Elvis in it. Because I have seen that. Speedway. Uh, it might have been that one. I don't know. But anyway. Yes, it's called Speedway, just so you know. There was a, a crash scene where basically, it looks like it was Daytona, where one car went over the back end of another and literally flew in the air for what felt like 30 seconds. It was a, one of those unrealistic crashes. You think the number Moreno crash in, I think it was Germany, in Driven was unrealistic? This crash in this 60s movie was even more unrealistic. I don't remember what the name of the video was. Okay, that makes no sense. Um, anyway. Um, I'm not showing you what just came on my screen because you're going to make fun of it. If you make fun of this, I'm making fun of Johnny Benson. Whoopee? I've seen worse. Of Jeff? No, of Rusty Wallace. Look up the Tony Danza crash. Tony Danza. Why? Because you will not believe what happened on one episode with Rusty Wallace. I'm Tony Danza crash. Crash scene with Tony Danza? Yes. Rusty Wallace is in that. Yep. Okay, let's see. I don't see Rusty Wallace. Yeah, 
No, that's not it. It's from his show. Crash scene with Tony Danza. Tony Danza flips go-kart. Yes, that's it. Let's see what happens with Rusty. I hope he's okay. Okay, so Rusty Wallace is way too good for me. Allegedly, he suffered a concussion, but that was it. <laughs> Anyways, um, moving on. Uh, yeah. What do I okay? So, but like what I was saying before we got off topic, to get the refund, press two if you have received the refunds from us already, press three if you do not wish to get the refunds from us, press four if you want to be added at BNC list. I repeat. Press one to get the read button. What the frickin' side am I listening to? Oh, gosh. My nose feels weird. Anyways, what, what I was saying is, back to those rules about the chat and comments. If they are, they are not intended to be mean, and they are mm -hmm. not intended to hurt disabled people, they're intended to keep everybody civil and respect people's boundaries because I was about ready to go ape shit with Geo. Mm -hmm. Like, I was so tired of deleting his follower requests. I was so tired of him, you know, not respecting what I was saying. I just kept saying, hey, please stop. And finally I said, hey, yo, I said, hey, please stop. The first... I DM'd him on my public Instagram and said, please stop follow requesting to follow me on my private Instagram. He responds with, okay, and I tell him, I'm not going to accept it. What's so wrong with that? Like, that's not picking on an autistic kid. That's me just simply stating I don't want him following me. What's your reaction to all the hate that people are throwing my way because of what I said? There's not really any logic because 
they don't understand what we see and what we have heard. What do you and mean? They don't have the understanding of the entire situation because there is more than what they've been saying into what we are saying. And that's why there is these certain issues and situations that have been going on that just feel a bit off for the main reason that they're not understanding of the exact situation and it feels like it's a continuous loop. We explain it every which way possible, but they still don't get it. They still don't understand how I feel and how you feel too. Mm -hmm. I didn't bully Geo. And I didn't bully Mandude. I don't know what they've been saying. I really don't care to hear what they're saying. What I do care about is that they just leave me the hell alone. Geo, I'm not accepting any of your follow requests. You are not welcome to follow the Pastimes account. You are not welcome to follow this company on any platform because you pestered one of the members. You pestered the boss, the head of everything, to the point that he doesn't want anything to do with you. I don't care how much you associate with her. You can associate her with how much, however much you want. Say that. Oh, wait, what the fuck? We, we were talking about that. Okay, you said you had something you wanted to say when we were talking about something, so go ahead and say it, because I don't know how else to say it. There's, there's a certain element to this that I feel it's starting to get out of hand. And it goes back to a situation that we had. Like, if this is continuing to happen, then I will have to end it myself. And I really don't want to do that. Because I've ended it on my... Oh my god. I can't <laughs> fucking talk. Yeah. Like this I, I don't know. Something's like screwed up in my nose or something. Why are you eating peanuts? Peanuts are bad for you. Not peanuts. What are they then? Pringles. Those are Lay's. Well, Lay's idea of Pringles. How about that? It's literally That's the good. Okay. What well, well, you know what? I'm going to go put this die cast in, in the other room. You can go talk about talk about your reactions to the whole Geo and Mandu thing and what you want going forward. Okay. <laughs> but basically I'm giving him about five minutes and if he's still talking about by this team, this is showing up. Anyway, I told him not to do this again. But it's really starting to get out of hand in terms of this particular aspect. Because I said this in the Eric LeFleur video, that if this continues, I will do a temporary block. And I don't want to do that because 
pretty much the only people that I block on YouTube are bots, asshole trolls, and lately, a load of racists, and especially a bunch of sexists. There's one particular raw gator video in question in terms of that. And I do not want to add one of my YouTubian buddies to that list. I really hope this stops, and I really wish Alex would shut up about it. But I'm not going to play a bias card here. I'm not. And that's basically how I feel about it at this point. Now, Alex, I want to move on to the next segment because I do not want to discuss two-thirds of the freaking episode over this again. And I told you not to do that. What is with my ear, the damn earwax? For those watching on the YouTube aspect, you've noticed that I've been scratching my ear a bit. I've been having earwax problems for years. And that's the reason I keep having to do that. But no matter how many times I wash my ears, I still have the stupid earwax in it. I can't get rid of it. But anyway, that's basically the aspect of what's going on from there. What the frig is what happened there? But anyway, that's basically how that's going to go from that point. And hopefully Alice can shut up about it and Gio doesn't rage out to me about it. Were you done with that thought? Yes. What were you basically saying? That basically I want everything being simple from here on out so we never have to discuss this ever again. And if things do not get civil, what do you want to do? I may have to do a temporary block. With me, you violate me. You violate what I believe or you violate um, if you violate something like if like what Geo did I will block you and when I basically when I block someone they don't get unblocked mm -hmm. does that make sense right yeah okay good because I want because if it happens to me you're going to get blocked, and if you do it to her, she's going to temporarily block you. And you don't want either one. Anyways, um, what else is there? Uh, man. Yawning. That's so fun, isn't it? Um. So yes, what what are the new rules regarding your channel? Um. Premieres. Basically, what I want most is to stick to the topic. 
and no infighting during the live chat. That's especially what I want most. If people... I will give everybody one warning, and if they don't stop, they're blocked. That's how I'm going to do it going forward. $80 for a Natalie Decker card on eBay. What the hell? Like, I like Natalie Decker. But I'm not going to spend $90 on a card of her. Or Haley Deegan. Grant Joseph Lombard probably thinks that they're both hot babes. Mary, I think that Joseph Lombard would probably think that you're that you're something else too. <laughs> oh wait, no, he he's into teenagers. I'm sorry. Um anyways. Is there anything you would like to talk about? Um, I think we're good. Okay. We do need... What's going to happen if people violate the rules? On your channel, at least. A temporary block, at least. Okay, that's good. Um... So anyways, because we probably don't have an interview this week. Oh, yeah, by the way, guess who won another short track race this week? Arntrex Jr.? No, bitch face. And which one's that? Rich Bickle. Oh. Yeah. Mr. I have no talent in, in NASCAR, yet I critique all the drivers who do have talent just because I just because I think money buys just because I think they buy their way in. Like, what do you think the logic behind that is? Basically, how the era he raced plus potential jealousy. Where's the jealousy come in? Like, he thinks the drivers of today... And there are some, but definitely not all, who thinks they're getting in there with ease because of money. He said all you do now is just buy your way in. And I call them daddy's credit card racers. Right. What was your opinion of the lash out against Carson Ozevar? 
<laughs> I just laughed. Because obviously he does not know what we know. I think it's because Carson is a NASCAR driver. And he's young and he's a rookie. So Rich thinks that Carson got there with daddy's money. Mm-hmm. So, so you know what I'm going to do if I ever see Rich? I'm going to go up to him and just bash him about his NASCAR career. Oh, if it isn't the driver who thinks he has talent. What you should do is get some fake money. <laughs> and if you see him, just shower yourself with the fake money. I should just get a bunch of Monopoly money. Right. I just say, hey, Rich, look at all this daddy's money and like throw it up in the air. <laughs> I should just say, hey, Rich, look at all this money my dad gave me to buy a NASCAR ride. And he threatened to beat up an 18-year-old kid. He said, if, if you ever get near my car again, you fists will feel my face. You face will feel my fist or something. It sounds like he's incompetent, too. No, that's dyslexic, if that was the case. Getting your words backwards and all that stuff. And yet people continue to support that guy. Like, every time I try to expose him and talk about what happened, like, you're never going to get me to support Rich Bickle. Right. The, you know what the only way to get... The only way to get me to say one positive thing about Rich Bickle? There's only one way to get me to do it. Mary can guess what it is. Have him on the show? Yep. He wants me to... He wants me to get rid of that article. Not going to happen. But if he wants me to stop talking crap about him, he'll give me an interview. Okay. What was your reaction when you saw what he said to me? I was surprised. Why? Because I did not think a driver who raced during my childhood would be like that. Especially one who was not particularly a baddie. I've talked to people who've met him in person. And they say, yeah, he is a jerk. I honestly want to make a call to the police about him and just say, hey, this guy's going on Facebook and he's threatening to kill, to beat up and kill teenagers. Because that's what gets you, because that's the type of stuff that gets you arrested. Mm-hmm. What do you think should happen moving 
forward regarding him. Well, there's nothing really much that can be done at this point because he's retiring after this season. What do you hope happens to him? How about that? Like, just move on from racing, period? That's all we can really hope for. I thought you were going to say he won one that wasn't particularly that good. A driver that wasn't particularly that good. I just want to message Rich and say, yo, every piece of hate that you're getting because of me, you deserve. You can't be you can't go around talking the way that you do. You're the type of person that's ruining racing. People like Rich and people are people like Rich Bickle and people like Jason Jacoby are ruining racing. Is somebody home? No, that's somebody's car. My window's open because it's nice out. Give them some fresh air in here. Okay. Um, anyways, let's... Since there's no piece of news to talk about, my neck is killing me. Um, yes, let's move on to everyone's favorite part, hot shop. So let's start with what series do you want to start with? I believe IndyCar's running this week, so let's start with them. Okay. IndyCar. Who's going to suck it? Where are they at? They're going to Laguna Sega. Okay, I don't really know who's good there, and I don't know who's really bad there. Well, um, I've only run one race there, so. When was it? 2019. Okay, I can't remember that far back. I am just going to go out on a limb here. And say that I think Jimmy Johnson's going to suck. I'm just going to cop out and say Jimmy Johnson. Okay. Uh, suck pick, I'm going to go with Graham Rahal. Okay, that's a very good pick because Graham Rahal sucks everywhere they go. Yeah. Um. Okay, for underdog, I'm going to go with Romain Grosjean. That's a good pick. Uh, underdog this time, I'm going with Ed Jones. You picked him twice this year. Well, kind of a limited field. You are going to have repeats. That's true. Um, I'm going to pick... Oh, for the winner, I'm going to pick Scott Dixon and cap out with him. 
Well, I'm going to go with the only other, the only driver who's actually won there that's in the field. I'm going to say Colton Herta. Okay, that's a good pick. Uh, Xfinity. Oh, no, Trucks is running this week. Yep. Uh, um, for, sock, for the sock pick, I'm going to go with Tanner Gray. Decent pick. Just because he's not particularly good. <laughs> I'm going to go with the driver who has had issues with Bristol on pavement. My suck pick is Stuart Friesen. Yeah. He sucked pretty much everywhere. So um, my underdog pick is another Ford driver who's had quite a bit of success this year. And the only driver to have finished every in across every series to have finished every race this year. And this driver finished eh, kind of well in the dirt event at Bristol. I'm just going to say Haley Deegan. That should have been your suck pick, but anyway. Uh, underdog, I'm going to go a bit out of a limb on this one. Because he's not exactly an underdog, but he kind of is. I'm going to say Matt Crafton. It's who you don't expect to do well, but who might do well. Yeah. All right, so for the winner, you're going to like see it here in this one. You can know, you know where it is. You know where it's going. This paint scheme went to victory lane in 2007 at Bristol. I'm going Carson Hosevar. <laughs> he's going to turn his luck around on the tracks he's been to. I actually made note of that because some people were perplexed to the paint scheme thinking it was a Jeff Burden throwback, either back to his Excite scheme or whatever the lightning scheme during his RCR days was. Probably suck. That's it. I thought it was one of those schemes, but did not remember Johnny's Excite scheme. So I had to explain to them. And in the tweet, I mentioned this is a Johnny Benson throwback to when he won the truck, truck title with Excite as a sponsor. Of Which course. that scheme never changed. Of course, this could also be a 2000 Bristol throwback. <laughs> but anyway. second in that race. Huh? Johnny finished second in that race. Which race? The Bristol race in 2000 that Rusty Wallace won. Oh, he swept Bristol in 2000. Yeah. Um, the day race. Yeah, the one where Rusty got his 50th win. But anyway, uh, my wing pick, I'm going to go with the driver who's actually underrated at this track and has actually been doing pretty well there on the pavement. I'm going to go with Brett Moffitt. Brett Moffitt's in this race? I believe. Oh, wait. That's right. Hang on. Because I did this. I did my picks earlier today. I didn't. Before the uh, list came out, let me check something. Let me see if he's. I thought he was in the field. What the hell's going on with him? Because I thought he was going to run full-time for Nice this year. Uh, let me check my graphic. Is Brett Moffat in this race? I thought he was. 
Okay, it appears he's not. So either he's sticking to Xfinity or he's not cleared yet from whatever his issue is. Probably a respiratory uh, aspect or something. So lucky for me, I did this just in case Alex picked any of my picks. I made backup picks. So my backup pick to win, oh, I, out, it's Sheldon Creed. I made backup picks too. And for the Cup Series, you're going first since you, since one of your picks was correct. All right, I can do that. It's all it's all based off Xfinity or race winner picks. Okay. <laughs> so like, so if Mary's exp- truck pick beats for the win beats mine, she goes first. If if mine beats her, uh, I go first. You know how that works. Yeah. So now that we have that cleared up. Because I was going back between uh, prior events, and because the list had not come out yet, I did not consider the fact that Brett Moffitt was not in the truck series. (laughs) But anyway, I guess we're going to go to Xfinity now. Yes. Oh, no, we're going to... Oh. Oh, you're going to Cup. That's right. Well, yours is for Cup, so... Uh, Xfinity, who's going to suck at Xfinity... I kind of have to cop out here, but I've got reason. He's just terrible at Bristol. Riley Herbst. That's a good pick. I'm going with a driver who has been basically a disappointment this year. And it's mainly because of the fact that I knew that switching manufacturers was not a good idea. And I was right on this one as well. And Bristol's not exactly a good track for him. My suck pick is Ryan Sieg. Saw that come from a while away. I'm going with, uh, for the underdog, I'm going with the guy who won the truck race here last year, Sam Mayer. That's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to go with the driver, who, if he does not get involved in incidents, has actually proven to be doing very well in terms of the Xfinity races there. My underdog is Justin Allgaier. You picked Justin Allgaier, I think, the last three weeks in some capacity. Anyway, my winner is going to be, I got to think about this one. I got to think about this one. I got to think this about this one. Silver Spoon Jr. Austin Sendrick. Oh, okay. Because Austin Sendrick was originally my pick to win this race as well. But since you picked him, I'm going to go with my backup. And my backup winner in this instance is Harrison Burton. That's my Xfinity driver. All right, for Cup, you're going first. Okay, goody. So, as soon as that moves down, we can get on with it. Excellent. So, who's going to suck in the Cup race? This is more of a want than anything, but this is Bristol, and his results have been hit or miss. So, basically, for preference, more than anything, my suck pick is Kevin Harvick. Hey, he won this race last year.
There's a cup thing. There's a cup thing. Stop it. Stop it. Of course, it does that. Let me go to tracks really quick if you want to play that route. Racing reference sucks. Well, the new racing reference. Okay, is it my turn? I'm going to go with Tyler Reddick. Oh, dear. You're right. He did win this race last year. It feels like he won every race last year. <laughs> Which makes his championship defeat all the sweeter. <laughs> now you know how it feels, Harvick. Anyway, uh, underdog pick. Uh, this driver has been doing fairly decently. Do I expect him to win the race? No, obviously. But I think he can have a good run. My underdog pick is Eric Jones. Okay, that's a good pick, but I'm not going with him. I am going to go with a short track driver who also drives a Chevy. He's not particularly good. His name is Ryan Brees. Saw that coming a mile away. All right, win pick. Realistically, there's only two drivers you could really go with. And I am not going to pick Kyle Busch, so I'm going to go with his brother, Kurt Busch. I'm not going to go with either one of those dum-dums. I am going to go with... Chase Elliott. That's a good pick. Of course, he's my driver, so. Anyways, um, yeah, that's it for today. Yep. Uh, finally, this is, we finally have concluded when we say that we're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, until we meet again. All right, so thank you everyone for watching. Uh, quick reminder, a shout out to Tuesday Tastings and the Caitlin Benson Photography Projects. Be sure to check them out. Also, shout out to my uh, YouTube channel, Ultimate 23 Dragon. Be sure to check that one out and a plethora of awesome videos all throughout the past 10 years. I uh, hope you guys check that out. So thank you everyone for watching and listening throughout all of the aspects of uh, media land. So thank you everyone for watching. This is Ultimate 23 Dragon. Rude-ass motorcycle in the way, thanks. Anyway, this is Ultimate 23 Dragon, and that's my final answer.